Welcome to the Money Buddha podcast, where I chat with people who I admire, people who really follow, follow the things that light them up in business and in life. And our guest today does exactly that. He's the president of Centum Financial Group. Uh, he grew Centum's mortgage volume uh, six times since he took over the brand, resulting in eight times revenue. He's a dedicated husband and father. He believes in giving more than he gets. He regularly posts motivational content on his social media to help others achieve their goals. He stands by two mottos, doing it tired when required and touch the heart. That's how you win. He's one of the most down to earth and hardworking person I've ever met. Um, so let me introduce you to Chris Turcott. Hi, Chris. Please, I, I, hi. Thanks so much for having me. I am, uh, I am humbled by those comments. And then I got to say, do your homework did i good i feel so seen oh, i did do i did yeah. like check it out again I say the that. right things i appreciate that thanks for having me this is this is yeah. i think we this is long overdue we tried to do this a couple times so here yeah we right <laughs> so the last time that we were supposed to do it um i broke my tv by trying to put up my uh standing desk and it one of my tvs that were like uh hooked up it anyways yeah it was a big mess oh you left that part out that's that's <laughs> not that's not so good you left you left out that detail that's i okay. know okay I, right. I let you know it doesn't right. matter that yeah, tv right. wasn't working well anyways but okay yeah it just wasn't supposed to be that day i felt yeah, like yeah. no it's not today so when you said although oh. that's one way to get a new tv yeah i mean it wasn't the sound wasn't like something was wrong with it so i was like mm -hmm. ah we were just ready to get a new one it had it but coming. i yeah, I just thought it was funny. It's like that's ironic. It's just not the day. So today's the day. So yeah, so I wanted to um thank you for for saying yes to be on the podcast. Because My I feel pleasure. like you have a lot of um like wisdom to share and just like you're very interesting. So we've we've known each other a few years. Um and from what I've seen of you, because I see you working, I see you at conferences, I see you at um, when you're with Kirsten, or you know what I mean? So um, I've seen a lot of different like faces of who Chris Turcott is. And like your work ethic is definitely like top notch. And um, I've just seen, and I feel like I wanted to ask you, like, since you've had kids, because um, I, I met you before you had kids. And I feel like you're not the same person anymore. The same. Well, I feel like you grew a lot. And I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely grew. That, that's an interesting assessment. I feel like you've sized me up there. That's uh, a little bit of intimidation there. Uh, okay. So I'm going to ask a follow-up question. What change have you noticed? And maybe I can elaborate on that. So I think um, when I met you, I was like, I feel like, well, you were very like, hustle mindset like traveling everywhere to like it felt like every event or every opportunity and I was like wow like I don't know anyone else like that committed and then my first thought because I had I think Tia was like two or three years old I don't know he was young and I was like oof like if he like once you have kids you can't commit like you don't want to either but I just remember having that thought. I was like, I wonder if like, 
if it's still going to be the same way like when you had Piper. Yeah, yeah, and no, it, that's it, I can see the change. Yeah. That's a good observation. So, so interestingly enough, you know, I know we follow each other on socials like here we go again, right? Like I'm on the road next week and and I think I'm home 6 days in October, all of October. Okay. It's um so so it, it's happening again, but yeah, there was definitely there was absolutely um Man, I just got—I got a kudos for your your observations, and it's a good reminder that if you put it out there, some people might actually be paying attention. So it's a mindfulness, uh, uh, mental note, uh, if nothing else. But yeah, in, in, when in the absence of kids, it was, um, you know, th- this this business in general is is my is my passion, right? And it's interesting when you have children, right? Because you you uh, the perception you have before you right. have kids. Um, mm. once kids and I know you've been there right you're like ah it's not going to be that much different everything right. changes yeah everything changes and and especially and I, and I will and I will definitely pause for a second and say more so for um the the women but definitely still happens to the men but, but on a much smaller level you um you very much like have to lose whatever identity you had prior to the kids being there and that and that and that's just it right and 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 you know, no more so than my wife, Kirsten, right? Like she literally just was mom. She was the feeding machine. She was the feeder of us. She was the safety of the kids while I went to work and everything else. But at the same time, yeah, I, I, I definitely wanted to be around more and, and, um, and, and, you know, you want that sense of like stability and just, I had a lot of friends. We had, we had kids very, uh, by Manitoba standards, because often people forget. I live in Vancouver, but people forget I'm from Manitoba. We had kids very late compared to our friends. All right. of our friends have teenagers or, or, or greater now. It's insane because probably similar to New Brunswick, you know, six months of the year, you can't really go outside. So all you do is you stay inside <laughs> and you procreate, right? So as early as possible. Um, here, here it's different, but I had a lot of very good friends to guide us that had been through it. and they said if I can give you any advice work will be there after the kids are gone mm. but the kids are only going to see you as their entire world for like the first five six years and they all gave me that advice and it just it stuck with me right and and uh so uh, yeah, but it was a warning sign so mm-hmm. if you remember I, I remember the earliest video I think Bo had been born a week and I was back on the road and little things like that but then you start to get those snuggles and you get those hugs and everything else. And you're like, holy, this is fleeting. And now mm-hmm. Piper just started grade one yesterday. She's turning six at the end of the month. And she, you can already see it. She's not always up for a cuddle. You, right. you know what I mean? And you're kind of like, oh, that's that's interesting. And she loves daddy a lot, but like on her terms. And it right. just, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was, it was a good observation. Um, I think, I think it, I think it's coming full circle now. And what's interesting about that is there is routine. Uh, they're older, so they're coming into their own. They're getting more um, more established in not only their routines, but their interests. So, for example, Piper's in dance or piano. We've got Bo in this early education music thing and stuff like that. So there's definitely a mental shift in my head where it's, okay, it's time to start it's time to start taking care of business again. Um, not, not that I hadn't, you've been watching the whole no, time, you've been. <laughs> but, but, but there's, but there's definitely this and Kirsten too. Kirsten's got back into exercise. She's looking at what does her career look like? Like it's, it's so interesting. The transition we do as parents for anyone listening, you know, exactly what we're talking about, right? Suddenly you just kind of 
the fog starts to clear and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I got to start figuring out like, oh, I can get back on the passion train again, right? So that's where we're at right now is, is um, Kirsten is confident in in uh, in her role of taking care of the kids. She had the option of, do you want to do your career right away or do you want to stay home with the children? She was raised by a stay-at-home stay mother and has very fond memories of that. And she wanted to provide that for our kids at least for the first five, six years until they were both in school full-time. And um, yeah, now it's time to start getting back out there. And, and, and because of what she's contributed, that fire to get out there again is, 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 is here. And uh, yeah, it, it, there's definitely an awakening. Sorry that, right. that went down a tunnel, but uh, I'm still <laughs> stunned on the observation. So that's oh, uh, okay. Good. And, and in your, I know this is just audio, but just, um, okay, it's go. really cool to talk to other parents and like seeing you nodding and everything like, no one can prepare you for what happens mm. when those kids get here, do they? It's... No, no, no. You you think you know, but you don't until until you're there. You have no idea. Um, but even if you try warning people, like it's just they won't know until they know, right? Um, but what you said about the the fog clears that resonated a lot with me. Like I feel like I'm just getting out of that fog like the last few months uh of this year from like Mila's like three and a half like the same age as Bo so I feel like we're in the same same place there where I'm like okay like like I feel like I've been doing the minimum which was quite enough (laughs) with work and everything and I mean family stuff um but just kind of surviving and that and then like recently I've been feeling a little bit more like inspired to do other things and taking care of myself and putting me first a little bit more, like just, I'm more mindful of it. Yeah. I'm more like, what, what do I want to do? <laughs> Which is the crazy, the craziest thing about that statement that you just said is like, it's, it's such a weird paradigm, this whole parenting thing, because, you know, you said now I'm starting to, you know, passion and you're looking at you again and everything. But interestingly enough, we are our best to everyone else when we prior when 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 we nurture ourselves, we mm-hmm. can be our best selves for others. But for some reason, when it comes to parenting, it all goes out the window. I right? it's it fascinates me. I have <laughs> I have thought about that long and hard, and it's uh, yeah that 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 one escapes me. There is no wisdom on that one. No, uh, but, right? in, it, but interestingly enough, like look at you now, you're saying like we, we spoke a little bit before this started and, you know, some of the passion projects and everything, you are on that mission of like, you know, reclaiming uh, more of you again. And you know full well, you're going to show up better to everything else. Um, right. And, and, and I, I guess I guess that's where I'm at today is that's where you're going to see that traveling and everything again. It's like, okay, priority was family, but now mm-hmm. I feel that I have... Uh, I've engineered my life enough that I can go be everything to everyone, mm. or at least, at least I can, uh, I can, I can uh, maybe trick myself into thinking that I can be everything <laughs> to everyone. That's right. the mission. Yeah, no, but I mean, I get it. Yeah. And it makes sense. And I didn't want to like make it sound like you, you weren't, you know what I mean? Like that. No, oh, you're no, gone no, all the time no, I remember having that thought. That's it. Um, Love it. Yay. Okay, great. I'm happy that we're talking about other stuff than just business, which was the point of this, <laughs> this podcast. Because usually when we, I mean, when we see each other, it's usually about everything else too. Like you always go over 
making sure you get to know people like it's not all business but you definitely like to connect with people oh 100% that matter if it's not relationships like it's so funny because people get people often I think it's easy well maybe because there's some people um there's other brand leaders out there we're not going to get into the industry but you know some of them it is all about dollars and cents and I think what makes me different is I was a mortgage agent just like you guys Mm. you know and and it's and it's what I loved and I did it for years and I did it at the highest level and um I did not take this role for the money it was it was it was actually a substantial pay cut when I first took it wow both from a monetary side but then also because I was moving from Brandon Manitoba where our riverfront three-story house that was like half a block from the golf course. We broke a record on the street selling it for like $380,000 wow. to, to, you know, subletting a condo across the street from the office for like $4,800 a month, you know? So it was a substantial uh, pickup, but I didn't care. What I wanted to do was like, I love building relationships. And, 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 and the fact that I could I was very passionate about the idea of, wait a minute, I can go build real tools and add real value the way I would have wanted if I was still an agent. And, um, and that's what I love about it. Like you're, you're, you're coming to our, um, to our, to our summit, um, which is awesome. And, and, you know, you're going to bring Patrick, which is amazing. And that's my favorite time of the year because we're not talking about products or services or ways to grow your business. It's just like, Hey, this is our little safe haven. Mm-hmm. How are you, the person? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, and you, you said our kids are the same age and everything else. And like everyone is going, it doesn't matter what you do. Like I run a brand agent. None of that matters. We're we're all in like we're all in like our hardest fight, mm-hmm. regardless of what it is, right? Right. So to be able to come together and just yeah, it, it's it's honestly it's the relationship and the love that I have for people in the network. If that were gone even if we made more money, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, mean, mm. I couldn't, could not do it. I'm always going to be that, that people person. Right. And like, I feel like your why, like your reason for doing it is like really strong. Like, you know what your goal is. And like every day you wake up, I've been watching you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I, like, no, I, I, I see I, you. I, 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 see I want to wow mortgage agents. That's yeah. what I want to do. I want to wow mortgage agents. And it's, it's a complete opposite kind of mentality where we're not looking to make the most profit margin. Um, I want agents to go, wow, I can't believe how much we get for being here. And as a result of that, that's why we gravitate and we bring the right people in. Right. That's, that's really all that matters. And, yeah, there's there's probably there's probably bigger brokerages and more high producers. But if you ever talk to those people, you know those people right. are dicks. You know, like like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's like I money know, is all the... that matters. And like no thanks, yeah, that that, no. that that's exhausting. Life is short. I'd rather build something beautiful and take care of people that I love and admire to the best of my ability and have a have a great time doing it um, versus slogging it out in some like corporate profit-driven environment that 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 sounds to me like a fate worse than death <laughs> yeah yeah no I agree you're doing a great job so thank you thank you thank you um so I wanted to ask you um obviously you your schedule must be crazy and uh day-to-day so how do you like um how do you manage it all like what's the what's your secret yeah so 
I actually learned this during uh, COVID. Ironically, when we had more time on our hands, that was the that was the interesting part. Um, but but extra free time was probably the worst thing for me because then I was like, well, I'm going to take on all these different things. And, and ironically, even though there was no travel and there was no commute and everything else, I found myself exceptionally busy. But one thing that COVID did provide was time to research, right? And one of the missions I went on was like, how do how do you level up? Like how how do you you know, you can only book so many meetings, um, but meetings can be shorter. Meetings can be more organized. You can put more emphasis on um, having all your homework prior to a meeting, right? So, so I've done a lot of research in in that. Like, how do you how do you just um, hum at a higher frequency, if you will? And and the biggest takeaways uh, were one, uh, take care of yourself first. So what does that mean? So that means that, you know, actually, I don't know if you, are you an Apple? Are you an Apple fan or are you an Android person? Uh, Apple, for sure. You're Apple. So yeah. I don't know if you have an Apple watch or not, but if so, we should we should follow each other on the Apple watch app and you would get all the obnoxious notifications. But um, I roll out of bed and I walk right out. So we've been very fortunate. We've got a large garage and we've got a home gym in there. And uh, so I, I roll out of bed and fasted, I get my workout done. And I'm in there, I'm in there for 45 minutes to an hour. And I'm not kidding. I roll out of bed. Obviously I have to use the restroom. I'm human. And, <laughs> but there, there's no, like, there's no check the phone. There's mm. no go read a book. There's no stand at the counter and contemplate my life. <laughs> it's, it's roll out of bed, go to the restroom. And I walk straight downstairs and I'm, and I'm in that gym. And the, so that was number one, because a couple of different reasons, obviously, we're not going to turn this into Bill Nye, the science guy. Um, but but there's a but there's a few psychological things there. Number one, getting the workout done at the end of that workout, you're like, wow, the rest of the day is mine. Mm. It's all mine. And I took care of me first. Then there's the actual like scientific fact of it. And so what that's more psychological. Then there's the scientific of I'm about to start my day pumped full of endorphins. Mm. Right. So like I'm feeling amazing. Right. And then here was the other key takeaway. Um, I am not the best person to manage my time and my schedule. And that was, that was a big shift for me because I think, I, th I think I remember talking to Patrick about this one, one time, actually, uh, when I was a top producing mortgage broker, I had no underwriter and I had no assistant. Right. One didn't want to spend the money, but two, I was a control freak. Nobody could do it like me, everything else, blah, blah, blah. And I actually gave that up. So what I did was I actually hired a VA, so a virtual assistant. Um, G is her name. And uh, she is like a family member to us now. Like, like we're going to go see her the next year in the Philippines and everything else. And, and she runs every aspect of my life. She manages my work calendar. She actually manages Kirsten and I's personal calendar everything. Wow. So Piper has piano lessons. She's putting it in there. If we are going to go to a birthday party, she's like, well, hang on, you've got this. Like, so why don't we, like she manages everything. It's fantastic. So after the workout, obviously nourish my body, you know, getting into, you know, fit, we're not going to get into diet and everything, but that's taken a long time, but I eat right. It's got the endorphins, got the great nutrients. But the very first thing that I do is I huddle with her every morning and we go through my day. And we go, and every morning as well, she also sends me my week, even though it's every day. So right. on Monday, she'll send me what my, what my calendar is for the whole week, any events, any highlights, any asks that she has of me. And then we hop on a huddle and we review the day and we review any kind of appointments throughout the week that kind of stick out. 
So like, for example, this podcast, it would be, we joked about it before the, uh, before the call, it was, oh, like, hey, is there any homework? Is there anything I need to be mindful of, right? And why do we do that? That one's key as well. Let's say it's a sales call, for example. If it's a sales call, I will have my business development person put their whole file on the candidate in my calendar and G will book it half an hour before the actual sales call starts. Right. So right before the sales call, I'm fully studied up. So when I join that call, I'm hyper effective. I'm not wasting any time with the stuff that I already know. And the ironic part about that is I show up and it, and it flatters the candidate because they're like, wow, you know everything about me. Like, mm. this is super cool, right? So, but anyway, the moral of the story is I get on and then we talk about the day. We get out any inefficiencies or any deficiencies. We get it out of the way. Anything I need further context on. So it's a whole mechanism to make sure that the minute that day starts, I'm running as productive as possible. And then that also echoes into the calendar. So anyone that's trying to get a hold of me, trying to book a meeting, it goes through her and I've just kind of released that. Right. Mm. So that's, uh, that, that's really helped. And it's, so it's maximizing, it's max maximizing every minute of the day. And, um, and, and the important part, yeah, my day starts early. You know, we, we've all seen, you know, if you've, if you've followed, you see how early the morning starts, mm-hmm. but, then I, but that's where it goes back to kids. You know, I, I want to make sure I put my kids to bed every night as many times as possible. Right. And that's, that's really mission critical. I never want to be that, that dad that's in his home office at night kind of thing. Like I, I do want to be off the clock now. I'm not going to lie. I'm back on email the minute they're in bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not all the time. Cause I want time yeah. to curse, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, there, there's some, the, the moral of the story for the, for the high functioning part is, um, a, a couple things is is you, know, you said the the mantra um if you you're always going to be tired so, so you 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 have to do it tired and that is a very dangerous statement in this woke society now right, right? <laughs> yeah. um you know like everyone's like oh no you have to love yourself and you have to hug your feelings and you have to and you have, <laughs> you to, have to cool my every morning to make sure you're okay and <laughs> and uh and, and and it's not a coincidence that those that follow that are unhappy and continue to be depressed because they don't accomplish anything. So right. that's not a coincidence. So you know, I'm probably going to get some flack from from that. So so one, it's 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 just acknowledging the fact that there's always going to be curveballs and you're always going to be tired. And if your goals and your plans mean anything to you, it's just acknowledging that you've got to do it anyways. So that so that was number one, and that's just been hardwired. Uh, and then number two, it's, it's, it's doing everything you can, which means unfortunately getting up early and you're going to be tired again and everything else, but like doing what is necessary, getting up early, eating right. And giving over that, that trust and control to somebody who can manage your time better than you and creating systems and processes in your life so that you can run as efficient as possible. And it's, you know, there's been a lot of trial and error, but that's, that is, that is the mission so far. Wow. That's yeah, that um I feel like I'm the same way with my calendar. <laughs> I I would need someone else to just tell me what to do and I'll do it, but to decide like, oh, do I put it this here? Like, which is why I always send now I send calendar links to, for people to book calls um like for mortgages, also for the podcast because I just don't want to have to think about it and be like, "Oh, would you I'm free this day or that day?" and that just like takes away so much of my energy to think about things like that it's almost like there's just it's decision fatigue there's too many decisions in a day 
So that makes so much sense to have someone. Yeah, we, we had Calendly actually. We had Calendly for a while, G and I. So she was mm-hmm. using Calendly, but interestingly enough, and and for anyone that's 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 got a business or like a or, or stuff where they've they maybe have to do a lot of research or you gotta you gotta try and be a, an expert of a couple different balls you're juggling or whatever. The one thing that Calendly was uh, robbing me of was um, prep work and and research. And, right. and time and time for um, self care, and I don't mean self care isn't like going to the spa, but I mean like reading or educating myself on something. So when we were doing Calendly, for example, if I had a board meeting coming up where I know I had to present to the board for four hours or something like that, and because of my crazy schedule, I hadn't had enough time to prep or research certain topics, I was doing Calendly. And in my mind, I would start the day and be like, oh, you know what? You know, tomorrow I've got this opening. It should be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'd wake up the next day and somebody had taken it. Right. right? So, yeah. so, yeah, so we actually had to retract that. But so it really just depends. You know, if, if you've got more of a transactional routine, you know, where it's, mm-hmm. it's just agents, you just, just brokering, you just got to get those deals done. Right. And you don't need time for file review or something like that. I would say if you're going to do Calendly, just make sure that you've got mechanisms in place so that you protect your time or your peace. Yeah. Right? Because you don't, you know, again, it's all about taking care of yourself. Right. So if you leave it up to somebody else, they're going to book that time, especially mm-hmm. if you're really good at what you do or you're in high demand. Right. So it's it's fine to go the calendar route. Just make sure if you know you don't you're not a morning person, have an, a non-negotiable book two, it. 2 p.m. time block that that's your exercise or that's reading or hell, that's a nap, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my only advice there. But <laughs> yeah, you you know what I'm gonna commend you on? It came up with two times two times now, and it's came up be- before the before the huddle is um you uh you have operated in a way that you limit the amount of times you've got to mentally tap yourself for decisions. Mm. So uh, t- like, you know, I'm not trying to flip the script on you, but I'm really mm-hmm. curious what, what, in- what inspired that? Did you read something? Did you watch something? Cause I'm noticing a, a pattern there where you're like, you really protect your, your, um, your, your brain capacity. Mental energy. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. I think um, it's, it's more because I've been feeling so tired the last few years that I know I only have a certain amount of energy in a day. So I got really protective of where do I want to use that energy today? Right. Where can I, where do I need to like, what need, like who needs me the most or where do I need to be today? Like mentally or so, yeah, I've been really like, which is why I didn't want to do Calendly at first because I'm like, I don't want people to decide. At first, I was super protective of it because I'm like, no, I don't want people to book my time. Like, I was really like against it. But I realized because I was like, I need to try it, see how it works, um, if I like it or not. And actually, it's been really helpful because now I don't have all the back and forths like business wise about, hey, can you do this time that because I do book a, like gym time. Like I was going to say, yeah, you block it oh, off. That's yeah. good. We block good. it off. Yeah. And then realizing when my capacities, like when I'm more focused for certain things. So like I, I do block things off like for that reason. But yeah, I'm super protective of like my. Energy. I love that. So yeah. like so, so many people are so afraid to say no. And I just, I wanted to give you kudos there. Like I've noticed it a couple of times so you. far in your life. And you're like, no, I want to limit this, which is, 
which is awesome because especially as I wouldn't call it, you know, you, you're obviously a financial professional, you give advice, but, but there's a, there, there, to a degree, there's a sales capacity right. part of it. Right. And so many salespeople are like, well, no, always like, like always say yes. And, 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 you know, and they and just like, bog themselves down with the world. Right. And yeah. I love your so much for any, you know, if, if anyone's uh, listening, that that's a mortgage broker, a realtor or anything else, it's like, you know, follow what Jolene's doing. Like it's you, you, you have to, the, the better off you are with your decision-making for stuff that actually matters, the better you will perform, right? So anyway, kudos to you. Um, oh, thank the, you. The, the one thing I did actually, it was funny. I took a page out of, um, and, I, and I don't really care for the guy, if I'm being honest, but <laughs> um, I had read that Mark Zuckerberg wears the same t-shirt every day. Right, and I read that. And it's just the, and it's it, just the, yeah, one less decision at the, yeah. at the top, uh, top of the day. And uh, you know, you've known me for a while. I'm always wearing a black t-shirt, right? I'm not today. I'm starting to get out of it now that COVID's over kind of thing, but I actually did that. So I went to Costco and I bought two 10 packs of the, of the, the bench V-neck t-shirts. Right. And like, I'm looking over to the side, my whole bottom row is black t-shirts, right? Wow. And it's crazy how hop out of the shower. I got to get to, you know, I got to get going. And I just, there's nothing to think about. I just grab one, put it on. Yeah. There's no second guessing myself. There's no up in my head, self-conscious. How do I look? You know, like I have no hair and I'm wearing a black t-shirt. It's it's going to be fine. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> that sounds like the best. I, oh, yeah. um, I, I, I knew that about, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and I actually really loved it when I read it. I was like, Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Like it just makes so much sense because for women though, you can't really wear the same no. thing every day. And it's no. more like, how do you feel today? Like, what do, do I want to like wear sweatpants? Do I want to like wear high heels? Like it's, there's so much like that I feel though, but there's a lot of other stuff too, that comes into our life that are the same type of way that you can't like, Oh, you don't know until uh, like every day is different. I don't know. I feel like there's so many decisions to make, like, which is why also I try not to always go on social media. Sometimes I'm not, I'm on, I feel like I'm on it too much. And I feel it. I'm aware right. of it. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I need to like back off because it's just right. draining my energy, which okay. is also, um, I realized when I started posting more, creating content that, um, which you guys were like a big part of it. Like when you, you came um, for vision, I think it was like, you were talking a lot about it, making videos, like, and that really helped me realize that I enjoy creating things more than consuming. So I like, I'm more aware of it. So if I'm like in a funk and I'm like, what am I doing? Like looking at everyone else's stuff, like just get out of there go check your own video. Like what did, like, what can you post today? Like, I don't know. Like I try to like switch it up so that it uses like creativity instead of just draining my battery. Like, so. Well, and, and that's so true. The more I create, the less I consume. Right. Ironically. Same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't know, there's something psychologically about like, okay, I just need to make this piece and I need to put it out there. And then the and minute then, you post, you're like, okay, I got to get back to real life. Yeah, now, yeah. Which is so cool, which ironically, in the absence of creating content, you're like, well, what's everyone else doing? Right. And it's crazy. It doesn't feed you. If it, like, it just, it, it's so, that's yeah, so insane. So like, yeah, yeah. The, a good offense is the best defense when it comes right. to social media, right? Like you want to protect your piece. But but yeah. then I often, I oftentimes feel bad because when I was really heavily posting content for the last couple of years, I've definitely lightened uh, in, in, in the in the last year or so for a variety of reasons. Um, 
but I would often feel bad because people would be like, oh, did you see this post by so-and-so broker? And I'd be like, no, no, yeah, no. Like I was going in at the end of every day to make sure that I commented back on everyone that had commented on my stuff. Cause I will always engage back. I'll answer all the DMS and everything else. But yeah, ironically, I, I just, I didn't have time. It's so, just, so, you know, yeah. you know what, then you want to protect your peace. You gotta, you gotta dial up that content again. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And I noticed yeah, like when I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, I've been like taking it lightly, like the last year or so where I'm just like, okay, I wasn't like, I was just too tired to do a lot of things. So I'm okay with that. I wasn't like, Oh no, I need to like go like, I'm, I'm good. Um, you did say at the beginning about uh, like, okay, hustle culture versus like, Oh, you need to like take care of yourself and rest and do all the things meditate. I feel like it's, a, it's kind of a battle for me. Cause I, I don't want to be too much of one thing. So I always try to stay like in like, but it's still, yeah, decisions to take like, Oh, do I take a nap today? Should I rest? Cause I'm tired. Do you know I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, okay. Let's do it tired every day. Like I'm not, I'm not there yet. <laughs> so yeah. And you know, it's a super interesting, uh, subject for me, right. It's obviously a passion piece for me. Um, so the hustle and then like, and then like take care of yourself the 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 answer is do both right like that like that yeah. that's that's really yeah. what i've learned for myself so just speaking speaking for myself it was hustle but then i'm sleeping like four hours a night you know mm. and, the, and and not realizing that my cortisol levels were high and like so the, and then i you know i was too tired so i was missing the gym every now and then and right. i would sacrifice the gym especially when i was on the road i would sacrifice the gym because it'd be like oh geez you know if i go to sleep right now i'll only get five hours so i'm not going to go to the to the um to the gym right and i've just continued to call myself out on my own excuses and and now what that looks like is you know if i'm on the road dinner's at five mm. because i'm back in my i must be back i will no matter what be back in my hotel room for eight because i haven't got my workout in from eight till nine I'm going, I'm going to the gym, no matter what, mm. where before I used to like, Oh, like, Hey, you know, Mr. Wilkins, Mr. Wilkins would keep me out till 3am, right. It'd just be a disaster. <laughs> so yeah, the, the answer is kind of do both. And then the do it tired thing. I, I, I want to address it because there's definitely people that, that are um, going to challenge it. So, you know, you mentioned the nap and you're like, sometimes there's, sometimes you're, you're too tired. So on the days I'm, you're never really too tired. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that to, to you. No, right? no, I know. So yeah. On the days I got to get it done, mm-hmm. I'm tired. I tell myself to shut the heck up and, and, and I'm in there and I do it anyways. Yeah. But, but, and I don't know if I've said this publicly ever, I will nap. Like, right. so, yeah. so I'll, I'll force myself to do it in the morning because I owe that to myself. I have made goals. I have openly acknowledged that regardless of how I feel before I walk into the garage, everything that happens while I'm in the garage, like you don't, you don't get in to the gym. And at the end of the first set, you're like, okay, I'm going home. Like Mm, the minute the blood starts to flow, you're there. Sure. It's not going to be the most epic workout ever. So that that's kind of my one thing is like, I'm going in there no matter what happens to me. Obviously, mm. if I'm if I'm injured, because people are gonna say, well, you have to listen to your body. Hundred <laughs> percent, you listen to your body. But, you know, it's gonna be a bit of a rant here. I apologize. Yes, <laughs> listen to your body, but 
you got to be able to call yourself out on your BS because people yeah. are so quick to say, Oh, I'm too tired. This is the mm. other one that this is the other one that, that uh, always makes me chuckle. You know, I see what they look like. I watch their habits on social media and everything. They're like, Oh, well, I don't want to overtrain. It's like, honey, you have no chance of overtraining. <laughs> you work out three times a week. Right. You're going to be just fine. You're fine. There's, there's people that do it. two, three workouts a day <laughs> every day for the last two years. You're going to be okay. So it's the excuses we tell ourselves, right? Like, yeah. oh, I don't want to overtrain. But full disclosure, if I rough it out in the garage that morning, I will nap. Mm. I, like that, 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 remember that two o'clock we talked about? I'll, I'll come upstairs, bust out a nap. I busted out a nap in the car before, in the parkade before I drive home. Like, mm. like so there, there is a degree of self care. Yeah. But self care, not at sacrificing not at like, the risk of sacrificing your, your goals and, 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 right. or, or, or sorry, goals is not the right word. The standard you've set for yourself. Right. That makes I so work sense. out, I work out three days on one day off, then three days on one day off continue that, that the, what I have established is that is what I do period. Right. Period. That's not what I set out to do. That's not what it, Hey, it must be. No, this is what I do. So it must happen no matter what and everything. Hey, the nap, a day off, a screw it. I'm going to cancel my last three appointments and take my daughter to the, uh, to the movie and fill up on popcorn, whatever, uh-huh. which by the way, all of those are true. At some point. You're never going to know it. what's happened, <laughs> but, but not at sacrificing the standard in which I've told myself I perform at. So right. it's, um, but that's, that's, that's taken years. And, and who knows, yeah. psychologically, I'm probably just very, very broken. Right. So it's, um, that right. seems to be working for me so far. Yeah, no, well, that sounds like a really good idea to have. It, that's what I think I need to get better with is to determine things. This is what we're doing, not we're going to try to do this. Do you know what I mean? Like the schedule, the three days on, one off, like that wouldn't be mine, but saying like, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, th- like whatever, deciding upfront, this is what we're doing. This is the schedule. And then you just, you know, that's what you need to do, right? And, yeah, I'm, and I'm more you like, still want the you still want the nap get the nap done yeah, yeah. schedule, oh, I love schedule it later you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. and yeah. and I think Do I think that's often for... where yeah I think I think that's often where people are maybe get me confused it's like no 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 do the nap take the day off whatever you want but like go get the things if you've deemed it's important for you mm-hmm. you owe it to yourself right because don't forget, I haven't told you it's important. Your neighbor hasn't told you. You have decided it's important. So then why would you why would you slap yourself in the face mm. by saying, you know what, I'm going to lay here like a zombie and scroll on my phone for an hour and a half? Yeah. Right. Because guess what? You're, you think you're resting, but first of all, your mind is not at rest. You're no. overstimulated. You have all this fake dopamine going into your system. You've laid around for an hour and a half. And then it turns into another hour because guess what? You don't feel rested. So you figure mm. you got to do it more and you got to do it more. It's so silly. It's like, go mm. bust it in the gym, get the endorphins, which is going to make you feel amazing. And then guess what? You will have the best nap in the afternoon. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just about, um, it's just about drawing a line in the sand on the, the, the rules that you choose to live by. Right. And nobody can make you, nobody can make you decide what's what's important i actually read a, a great quote the other day um it was actually by arnold uh Schwarzenegger, right mm-hmm. and uh and uh how does it go actually I'll, I'll read it to you real quick because it really it really really got me 
Um, here it is. But nothing, nothing like a good old pause in the middle of a podcast, right? That's what that, 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 <laughs> love that, it. That's, that that that's what you want. Um, <laughs> so he said, everyone has time to train. If you think you don't, do me a favor: open your phone and look at how much time you spent on social media yesterday. That's a choice. Right, and you can see that I yeah. I've seen I've seen the 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 charts yeah and it's like oh my gosh yeah so I'm not even on it that much compared to maybe like I feel like I'm doing like a not bad job at not being on it all the time you're you're so much better at it than I am you're so much better I mean I'm on my phone all the time because that's I use my phone for work so obviously and like messages but that also gives like there's more to like reel me in because if I'm going yeah. in my messages, like, you know what I mean? Like the DMs everywhere for clients or whatever, then you're there and then you see other things. And so it's just, I've been, I've had to probably to like friggin' survive, like have some kind of like, okay, no, get out of there. Like try to, <laughs> but yeah, that makes well, so was, much sense. Well, and that's, that's what I to go check that in their following. 100 percent and that that's why and it's I'm always, scary it's terrifying but but also yeah. there, there's a moment of truth there so the favor mm. i always ask people because you know i've done motivational content for the decade now mm-hmm. and, and and something i i always ask people as a favor is um you know i want to ask you not to say you're too tired anymore or that you didn't have time and they're always like, mm, where's he going with this? Right. So I'm like, I'm like, promise me and promise yourself. You're not going to say you're too tired and you're not going to have time. Mm. And, and it's because of stuff like, you know, maybe they binge watch Netflix and I'll, I'll, I'll tell them, do a time on it. Did you watch Netflix for two hours a day? You know, we just talked about the phone. Oh, I spent two hours on the phone. I asked them. So eliminate those two things from your vocabulary. And instead you just have to say, I guess it's not as important to me as I thought it was. Right. And I'm shocked how many people over the years have reached out and said, when I have to say that to myself, it changes everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I changed saying not enough time because it's not true. I always say I, I choose not to prioritize that or I um, I don't want to commit to it. <laughs> That's usually what I yes. say. I'm like, I'm not ready to commit to that. Yeah, I know I should maybe whatever like this thing, but I'm like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, Yeah. Totally. Well, often, often, oftentimes people's um, qualms with themselves and they beat themselves up or they get in a rut or whatever. Oftentimes it's just the fact that you're lying to yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? You're beating yourself up because like, you're like, I should be this. I should be that. And guess what? If you wanted it enough, you'd do it. Yeah. So totally. instead of beating yourself up that you're not good enough, maybe look in the mirror and say, I guess I don't want it that bad. And mm. that's going to do one of two things. Either you're going to then like, have a little bit of mental peace being in the unproductive state that you're at. And you're gonna be like, well, you know what? I guess I don't want it. Yeah. But nine times out of 10, you're going to look yourself in the mirror and be like, hell no, mm. you know, and that might be the fire. Right. And it's, it's just so fascinating that how we speak to ourselves and society hasn't helped. Right. Society tells us we all have to be successful. We all have to do this. We all have to look right. a certain way. Yeah. And it's, it's those pressures, but like it's one yeah. life and it's your life. So right. you got to decide what makes you happy. And then you have to have that quiet little self-talk in the mirror and ask yourself, like, am I, am I doing what makes me happy? And, and is what I think will make me happy? Is that what I think? Or is that what everyone else thinks? So now I'm beating myself up 
on other people's expectations where that's actually when I look in the mirror that's actually not even what I want right let's not pull up that thread but um (laughs) yeah no I'm yeah I get that so much sometimes I'm like oh like life would be so like I I picture people in a little tiny house and I'm like like simple life like they work like 20 hours a week and they're super happy and then they just like have a garden or whatever like sometimes I dream about that I'm like like, that must be nice like not having all the stresses in like your day-to-day like not saying that's what I want but I'm like that must be like somewhat peaceful (laughs) holy I um I I I had somebody close in my circle a couple years ago that was had a good life lived with like lived with like five roommates they paid like five hundred dollars paid like five hundred dollars a month you know and it was beer pong every night and they were being dudes right they were like whole homemade like they were making like homemade firecrackers it was like it was like a episode of jackass every day and they were great (laughs) friends and his overhead was 500 bucks a month and food but he had a family that put a lot of pressures on him and he had gone to private school early on and 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 not 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 by choice they were trying to do what's best for him and and his dad was a very bitter guy that never reached his goals and would always tell him like you got to make at least this you got to make at least this and then other people in similar fields as him were were all making you know more money than him and and, and he would focus on that right he would focus on it focus on it focus on it and he was miserable and he he got there eventually but the stress actually ended up breaking him and as a result, he stopped doing what he loved mm. and he had to start all over again. Now, ironically, right. he's back written for 500 bucks again. He's not on the corporate ladder at all. He's just living his life. He probably makes one eighth of what he was, what he made before he broke. And he's never been happier and his mind's never been clearer because he's given up on this like thing that everyone else put on him. Right. right. So it's, it's it's just insane like all those people that are putting those expectations on you you know like they will not think about you after you're gone like mm. you have you have one life you, know, right. you have one life and it's your responsibility to make sure you're living it to your standards not someone else's and i just it's so heartbreaking that so many people go through their life depressed and miserable or sometimes worse mm. because all because of the pressures of other people that that it just doesn't matter. Society. And you can say that to somebody young and like, you know, you you and I have lived through it, right? And and then the magic thing about your mid-30s is you just stop caring about what yeah. anyone else thinks, right? And it's <laughs> totally. like if you could just get there, I can promise you this all won't matter. But uh, you know, you, here, here we are. We're talking about like stuff we've learned in wisdom and stuff like that. But <laughs> could could anyone have told you or I any different when we were 20 something? I don't know. Yeah. No, you have to. I'd like to it, think I'd have that discipline, but no. I just... Yeah, I actually like to learn from other people's mistakes. So I watch people a lot. I see what they do, and like I've been, I've always been like that, even high school. Like just like oh, like like I don't know. I didn't like drinking that much because I just didn't like the way I felt the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would like learn pretty quickly, but um, but I don't. I feel like a lot of people don't have that <laughs> from what I've seen I'm like oh okay like other people don't usually I see other people I'm like oh I won't do that like <laughs> but no that's like that's we've had a lot of uh wisdom to share I feel like on this <laughs> on this uh probably hour I've been on here but um it's been really nice Chris 
just to talk about all the things. I feel like I feel yeah. You know what? There was a few things that I was like, oh, we should open this up, but there's only so much time, and you right. gotta be mindful of the fact that <laughs> you know, will, will will people listen? I I would love to do a part two sometime because yeah, uh, for sure. There's definitely other things sure. I. I had a list of questions, but I just felt well, like if there's another way, hey, today. If, there, <laughs> if there's if there's another one there, ask away. Otherwise, um... I mean, um, uh, I feel like we went. I think it's good. We're good. Where yeah. where should people go follow you if they're not um, already? Where should people go follow me? So it's uh, at Chris Turcott underscore. Uh, the underscore kills me. There is a at Chris Turcott uh dude signed up for all of them in 2012 and then like never went on social media again um so it's dark but i don't know if this dude died or what happened but um i don't think he did though because i see we've tried everything we've tried everything over the years i've dm'd all his friends that were following him and said if you know this guy but it was chris turcott underscore is the best way to get a hold of me (laughs) uh i am a social butterfly so obviously very active on instagram threads uh twitter facebook um all the above and and i always answer every dm so it's um for better or worse for better or worse wow that's dedication for sure i can't say the same (laughs) (laughs) well the the spam we ignore but uh, (laughs) i i i love what you got here and i love that um yeah no i'm 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 a big big fan and i love that you do like we just talked about, right? Like you do what feeds your soul because it makes you happy, not because it has an agenda. And like, you don't talk about what you do for a living because right. this is solely for you, right? And mm. so many more people need to adapt that mindset. So, you know, if you're listening, it's, it's, uh, yeah, take, oh, take note. I, I love the fact that you just lean into it because it, because it makes you happy. And, and you. I don't want a little bit envious. I need to, I, you inspire me to figure out what I can lean into for my own little, um, my own little happy bubble. Right. So no, it's, oh, been a, it's been a blast. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. That means a lot, like so much. So yeah, a reminder to the listeners to go do something that lights you up today and uh, see you next time. Okay. Bye.